The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. I seem to remember talking about woodpeckers on the programme before because we didn't have them in Ireland and now we have. And now they're doing wreck. Have you heard that sound? There's a sound. If you hear that sound... And if your lights are flickering, or if the Christmas tree won't work over the next couple of weeks... This fella might well be outside the door doing doing wreck, because the ESB Networks people have confirmed that he is damaging ESB poles. (laughs) Paul Moore of Birdwatch, Ireland. We have more woodpeckers than we ever had. Good morning. Hi, good morning, PJ. How are you? Very um, good. He was. A, yeah, he, yeah. We didn't have him here for years, did we? Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I, I suppose it sounds like a, the plot of a Netflix thriller or something, Attack of the Killer Woodpeckers. Um, so I suppose put it into context, uh, hundreds of years ago, we would have had woodpeckers uh, here. But, you know, um, I suppose people of a certain vintage, if, if, if you did Leaving South Irish, you might remember a poem called Kill Cash. So the first line of that was, um, fast again, I'm it. What yeah. do we do without timber? We, we cut down all our old woods, or most of them, hundreds of years ago, and woodpeckers would have been here then, but obviously they need timber, so they went extinct. Um, and yeah, we, we, we still have a bit of a shortage of timber, obviously, but about 20 years ago, uh, woodpeckers recolonized Ireland from, mainly from Wales and Scotland. Uh, they colonized, uh, Wicklow and County Down. Mm-hmm. And they've been spreading further west ever since then, doing quite well. Mm. So Do we have them in Cork? They are in Cork, and uh, not very many yet, so it would seem what they did was they spread along the river valleys, you know, along the Blackwater and things like that, and they spread along North Cork. Donnerail would have been one of the first places that they turned up in Cork. Mm. Uh, but now they're spreading, yeah. Now the obvious question is, what's he doing? In terms of the electricity poles? No, no, well, so, we'll get to that in a second, but what's he actually doing? Oh, in the drumming. So yeah. the drumming is about um, basically advertising his presence, that this is my territory, uh, a warning to other woodpeckers to stay out. It's the same reason that birds will sing, woodpeckers don't sing. So, you know, you hear thrushes or robins or blackbirds singing, that's to advertise their presence, trying okay. to attract a mate. Right. onto a territory, so that's the woodpecker's version of that. Okay, now he damages the ESB pole because he's a strong little devil. That beak of his is doing damage. Yes, yes. So they nest in cavities um, that they will excavate themselves. They dig out. They they they're really strong bills. Um, so they excavate out a hole, and as they like, you know, they they like dead and dying timber, old timber. But because you know we don't have that much of that in Ireland. Um, you know, they, they, I suppose if you think of us, an electricity pole is basically a dead tree. So he's so building a nest in the pole. Sorry, he's building a nest in the pole. Yeah, yeah, they'll excavate um, a hole, a little cavity in the in the in the pole because it's a dim, it's just a dead tree, and uh, that's 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 what the problem is. It weakens the pole. Rainwater gets in over the winter or the autumn, and you know it, it can cause rot. So yeah, it, it it is apparently a bit of a problem, but. Um, Look, I suppose we've one species of woodpecker in Ireland, the great spotted woodpecker, you know, parts of Europe have 10 or 12 species, and mm. they, they haven't run out of electricity yet there, so it's just something, you know, maybe to adapt to, to get used to. Yeah, because if, we, if, if, they, if he is nesting in the poles, and then we get a, a storm, as we do across the, 
the winter time it can bring poles down faster yes yes I mean I think in parts of Europe they use um, concrete or metal poles instead obviously the woodpecker isn't going to dig into those no. or you could um, cover the pole with mesh and that would you know they wouldn't go at it then mm-hmm. um so yeah, there there are solutions around that they've been dealing with in Europe since ever since we've had electricity poles, I suppose. No. So it's, it's just something we'll have to get used to, I guess. The woodpecker is protected. You can't you can't touch him once he's in the pole. You can't touch him. Yeah, you can't touch the nest. It's it's illegal to interfere with any bird's nest. So you can't uh, do anything. First, what you can do after they leave the nest in summer is you know if if, if uh, ESB crew spotted the pole is to actually just fill the hole. You know, fill the cavity that they've dug with something, um, and it, it won't come back, and it'll probably stay away from that pole then. Um, so, you know, there, there, there are remedial actions you can take. Um, so, but yeah, it's, it, it, it's, it seems to be a bit of an issue, I suppose, just because we're a bit of short of, of dead timber, old style deciduous trees in this country. Mm-hmm. According to the Irish Times, uh, he's being blamed for power outages or the possibility of power outages as we head into storm season yeah <laughs> it's, it's one I suppose nobody saw coming um, <laughs> certainly you know, not yeah. <laughs> and look uh, yeah not an issue in Cork yet as I said like there's okay. probably less than 20 pairs in, in, on all the county Cork oh, really still. so yeah they're still quite scarce I mean you, you, you're, you're more likely to see them in your garden in winter coming into the bird feeders you know the peanut feeders and things like that oh, that's, really yeah, yeah that's, uh, and that, that's thought to be the reason that they expanded so rapidly in Britain, that people were feeding, you know, the garden birds, as they do. And, do yeah. um, woodpeckers, you know, they're bigger than the normal, the usual birds that will go on feeders, like, you know, the blue tits and things like that. Mm-hmm. So they, 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 can, they can be a bit of a bully that way, sort of. They can dominate the feeder. So, you know, they just they did very well. Yeah. There's the thing about feeders, isn't there, Paul? We all, we all like to put out feeders for the birds in the winter and in the spring, my, my missus especially. The problem then is, with that comes nesters in the springtime. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Look, I suppose there are a couple of issues, that you, you know, in terms of cleaning your feeders as well. It's becoming a big issue for some species that does disease pass from one bird ah, to another. Um, yeah. It's something to bear in mind if you do feed birds. Clean the feeders fairly regularly um, or, or you can you know you can be killing the birds instead of feeding them so it's just something to bear in mind yeah. it is indeed Paul and thank you for that so people would be looking at the next 6 to 8 or 10 weeks the wettest and coldest and dampest part of the year they might be inclined to feed the little birds but be careful make sure the feeder is kept clean absolutely yeah 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 as you said we're, we're coming right into the to the period now when you would be feeding the birds and look it's a fantastic way of, of um of, of engaging with and seeing wildlife and bringing birds into your garden mm. but just just remember hygiene as well um yeah yeah can we address a little bit paul while i have you i know i've broadened the conversation but i think people, our, my listeners have proven themselves over the years to be fascinated by birds you know that little robin that you always yeah. see in the garden it's not the same robin all the time is it <laughs> do you want to cross people's dreams <laughs> <laughs> no it's yeah. it's just a thing because we, we there's a robin they yeah. always seem to come to the same part of the garden they sometimes even perch on the same little branch but it's never yeah. the same robin yeah. is it uh it, it can i mean they can live up to you know maybe eight eight or nine years but the, the, the average age of a robin is, is about 12 months yeah um you know yeah there, there's a big turnover but you know they've They've adapted very well to, to the gardens and yeah. humans and when we turn over the soil, do a bit of gardening or whatever, then we're yeah. exposing what they're after. You'd often they, see them on, on a frosty morning in, in the yeah. winter 
I was out last year on the Christmas tree farm, uh, out, out in ovens, getting a Christmas tree. And little Robin landed opposite the tree that we were cutting down. And there he is looking at us. And then we were putting the tree into the back of the car. And there he is looking at us. And my daughter said, oh, da, granddad's checking out the tree. It's, we, we associate the Robin, don't we, with, with departed loved ones. Yes, yes, I suppose it's just the fact that they're so, you know, so friendly. Yeah. You know, they're, they're a wild bird, but they're so, they see up here, so friendly to people and yeah. to humans that it's, it's, yeah, it, it's a thing. And I look, you know, there's that Christmas yeah. connection as well with Robins then that we, um, you know, on, on your Christmas cards and stuff that it's, it's, it's such a, such a familiar bird and such a, so, so close to humans and so friendly. Yeah. Gorgeous, um, gorgeous little fellas. Gorgeous little fellas. Paul, thank you very much. And the woodpecker, look, he's here. I don't think any ESP poles will be falling down in Cork anytime soon. But the woodpecker is here. If you hear that sound, that's, that's a woodpecker. Cork's 96 FM.